Have you ever been called a narcissist? So like I'm talking about like in a relationship with a toxic person, you feel like you're crazy. You've been through all of this with another person and they're calling you a narcissist. And you're like, I'm pretty sure it's you. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change about narcissistic abuse. I'm the founder of Raw Motivations, the creator of the NARC app, and your guide in the 45-day Clarity Challenge at claritychallenge.net. If you like what you see here, please subscribe and help join a community of people to heal, grow, and change. Today, I want to talk to you about why a narcissist would call you a narcissist and then also some aspects of how to deal with that. Now, when I try to give you some of the tools to deal with someone who's calling you that, but you're like looking at and you're like, wait a second, this person is actually the toxic one. This person's the narcissist. What do I need to do in this situation? And why is this happening? Okay. Well, one of the reasons starting off that we typically caution people to not call out their narcissist by telling them they're a narcissist is because oftentimes they will use it back on you. And typically when someone's like, I think my partner is a narcissist and they go to him and be like, hey, you know what? You're screwed up because you're a narcissist. The narcissist looks back at them and is like, you know what? You're a narcissist. And it just goes back and forth. Oftentimes, this is where you'll have a toxic person start to build up an awareness of what's actually going on when we talk about narcissism and will use sometimes the information to start to manipulate better or to, or to start throwing it back in your face. This is the hard part about being on social media and the platforms is sometimes people can use my videos for good, for healing, for understanding. And sometimes a narcissist might use it to try to be like, wait a second, if I modify this and this, I can appear better. I can fit into a mold better. I can appear more normal or I can put this in my mask. A lot of times we don't want to tell a narcissist that they're a narcissist because of how it get reflected back on you. A lot of times they'll start calling you different things. They'll start calling you abusive. Like, I can't believe you're actually treating me this way. Like your boundaries, those boundaries are controlling. Like you're the one that's actually manipulating me. And they'll turn a lot of it back on you. And it start to make you confused of like, wait a second, am I actually doing that? It seemed like I might have been in this scenario. And you start to doubt yourself. Oftentimes, this aspect is like, let me flip it around on you so that I don't have to acknowledge what's going on and so that you are more distracted than you are about the actual problem or the actual situation. Now, sometimes we have narcissists that find a small glimpse of truth, a small glimpse of like, you know what, I think I might be a narcissist. And then you come back to it a day later and they're like, what are you talking about? Yeah, no, I'm not a narcissist. Get over it. You have aspects of that where you'll have narcissists that'll have like a small like glimpse of like, maybe this is it. And maybe this is uh, an idea that I might actually identify with. And then the problem is typically shortly after that, you'll have that realization fade away or be like, yeah, no, that wasn't me. I'm just going to continue doing what I'm going to do. There's nothing wrong with me, et cetera, et cetera. Because typically once you start diving into that hole of narcissism of like, am I actually a narcissist? Getting to the place of saying, what do I need to do to work on it? How do I actually need to go to therapy and try to do things to help fix the behaviors? That's really overwhelming. And so a lot of times narcissists will be like, eh, don't really care. Sometimes the aspect too is you don't want to say it to narcissists because they'll learn about narcissism, become better manipulators, and they still won't care. Sometimes people think if you make a narcissist know that they're a narcissist, then they'll know how awful they are, and then they'll start changing. Oftentimes that's not the case. Oftentimes just being self-aware is not enough to make another person start to change 
heal, grow, and develop. Well, when we're talking about narcissism, why do they call you one? Well, typically it's the aspect of projection. I need to take what I'm feeling, what I'm experiencing, and I need to project it onto you. I need to have something that happens so that I don't have to feel or experience the emotions, the feelings, the things, and the thoughts that are going on inside, but instead I put it on you. And typically what's happening in this aspect is I can't handle it because of the shame. So like I do something that feels bad because I did something wrong. I feel that shame. As a result, I have to take it in my mind. I have to twist it around. I have to put it back on another person. I can't feel this shame. It wasn't my fault. It was someone else. It was the traffic. It was my wife. It was the dog. Whatever it needs to be, it has to go back on someone else because that shame has such a big piece that I'm not able to actually own up to it and say like, you know what? This is actually what I did because a narcissist will experience guilt. I did something wrong. Transitions to shame. I am wrong. And as a result, they run away from that because it's incongruent with the mask that they're putting up. You see, oftentimes when they're calling you a narcissist, it has to do with projection. It also has to do with the idea of control. Like, I need to be able to control you. If I'm projecting something onto you, I'm starting off by helping to limit your voice and helping helping to limit your credibility. Excuse me. The goal is I need to be able to quiet you so that I can look better. I need to be able to bring you down so that I can have better status, better intelligence, better knowledge, better focus, better whatever it might be. I need to bring you down and limit you. So oftentimes when a narcissist is projecting it, they're trying to trap you and keep you like in a box of like, hey, you have to act this way or this is what you are. And then they're able to start controlling the pieces around it. Like I mentioned before, oftentimes a narcissist already knows that they are a narcissist, but they don't want to acknowledge the truth. So at that point, it's like, I know this is what I am, but I'm going to put it on the other person because I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to experience the frustration or the shame or the guilt, the accountability, the responsibility of who I am. Instead, I'm going to put it on another person. Well, then part of the question is, well, what do you actually do when they call you that? Okay. First thing is don't react. That's part of the game. The goal is, hey, you're a narcissist because you're really toxic by having boundaries. And then you get upset about it. That's the game. The game is control of making you react, of making you respond to certain things the way they want you to respond or to get a reaction out of you to show that they're superior. So a lot of times when they're calling you a narcissist, they want a reaction because that reaction will distract you and the conversation from the things that are actually happening on. What is happening there is one, don't react. Number two, don't get distracted, okay? Because typically that is the whole goal of let me say, like you say, oh, you're a narcissist. Oh no, you're a narcissist. Like let's just keep one-upping each other so that we actually ignore the toxic problem underneath that's destroying the relationship, the honesty, the credibility, the respect, whatever it might be. Oftentimes, narcissists will try to get a reaction out of you and will all try to make a distraction so that you don't hold them accountable for the initial idea or for the initial thing that's happening. There's also an aspect that sometimes you need to respond and be like, you know, that's not true because of X, Y, and Z, or you just know that's not true. Like being very calm in communication, but being like, I know who I am. Like I'm not a narcissist because of X, Y, and Z, being confident in that. 
Sometimes that means you need to go to the books and be like, okay, what is a narcissist? Let me double check. Okay, there's these toxic traits I have. Let me work on those. Let me get into therapy. Let me get into coaching to help me heal, grow, and change and develop in those areas. But when it comes down to it, knowing who you are, that's a huge piece of like, okay, you can call me that all you want, but I am not that, okay? Know that if a narcissist is weaponizing narcissism against you, there's a big aspect that they're more dangerous because they know. A huge part that people don't realize is when a narcissist is coming at you and putting it back on you saying, hey, you're a narcissist, a lot of it is that projection piece, which also stems from the fact that they know what's actually happening. The difference is they don't want to deal with it, so they're going to keep putting it on you. The hard thing with that is that means they understand the ins and outs of it and they can tweak little pieces. And you know what you said right there? Yeah, that was controlling. You know, when you did this, that was abusive and they'll start to twist little things, okay? So you need to understand that. If it is something you're like, but I need to bring up narcissism, like I have to be able to bring it up to see if they can grow, to see if they can change, whatever it might be, okay? Then understand this loud and clear. Don't talk to them about narcissism. Talk to them about the behaviors and the actions that you see stemming from that. Like, hey, I'm not going to talk to you about being, you know, manipulative in this area. I'm going to talk to you like, hey, I just need you to be honest. Like, if we can't stop lying, we're not going to be able to get anywhere in our relationship. We're not going to be able to grow anywhere in our relationship because of this. You know, you need to stop cheating. If you can't stop cheating, this isn't going to go any farther. So, like, attacking the small things that have big implications in that realm of narcissism. If you can't be able to get through on some of the small things, of some of the things that are like, hey, this is a piece or a fraction of toxicity, of narcissism, of abuse, whatever it might be. If we can't get this one piece started to work on, it's really almost impossible to start working on the thing as a whole. So I'd be really careful about that. If you're curious or if you want more information about this, we'd love to have you reach out to the NARC app community. You can go to narcapp.com, N-A-R-C-A-P-P. It stands for Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Community, narcapp.com. There is a community of like-minded people that are going through the same stuff. Sometimes you can go in there and you can put in an advice thread of like, hey, I'm thinking about doing this. What would be your suggestion? You can have people be like, hey, that works out great. That's a great way to develop a boundary. Hey, don't say that because it might come across this way. Or like, I tried that. It turned out awful. So just be careful. Sometimes you can get that community piece that understands what you're going through. There's also the aspect of courses, of different challenges inside of there, of live coachings, of like weekly things that we have, monthly coaching calls that we have, uh, different things for accountability, uh, a whole lot of stuff that's actually inside there. So check it out. Go to narcapp.com and let us know.